This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. We're powered each and every day by our good pals at Fix It Forward Auto Care. Did you know there's almost 570 local nonprofits all vying for your support? We've got a great community for it each and every year. We set the bar. Last year, this much. Can we do even more this year? I certainly think we can. And one of those local nonprofits we want to tell you about is Young Life Fargo Moorhead. And we've got a couple of gentlemen here in studio. We've got my pal Hunter and we've got my pal Cody. Good morning to you. How are you? Great. Good, good to see you guys. Hello. Yep. Hey, thanks for being here, guys. Did I miss say your name? You did. It's what a, is it? What is it? Say it again. Brody. Brody. Yes. Cody and Brody. I was close. I got the Odie right. Yes. Well, good, <laughs> no. good morning to you guys. Thanks for being here. How was your weekend, Brody? Weekend was great. Yeah. I mean, a little bit cold. Right. Did an outdoor workout, which was terrible. But you did an outdoor workout? Yes. Like, was, what do you mean? Uh, it was a three-hour, completely stupid and utterly pointless workout. Uh, outdoors? I, I outdoors. You chose to go outdoors chose for a workout? Chose to go outdoors. Did some burpees outside, rocked a bunch, did some more burpees. Wow! Yeah, it was it was completely. What stupid. were you hoping to gain with an outdoor workout that you couldn't do indoors? Uh, you know, <laughs> mental fortitude. Right, <laughs> build the mental fortitude. I like it. Well, I appreciate you being here, Hunter. How are you, buddy? Dude, I'm fantastic. Today is my first day uh, stepping into ministry, so super super excited about first that. official day. Well, yeah. congratulations, my man. Thank you. What's thank you. led you down this road to to getting to this point? Because I've known you as the uh, the very handy mechanic right. over there at Fix It right. Forward Auto Care. You're taking a new journey here. What led you down this path, my friend? Yeah, so when I was in high school, um, I was actually part of Young Life, um, and that was my first time saying yes to Christ, was at a Young Life camp. Yeah. Sat on this big rock, had this whole Jesus moment, looked in the stars, uh, really felt Jesus' presence that night. Um, kind of went back into college and yeah. lost him again, but yeah. came back um, to Young Life again, right. um, ready to be a volunteer leader. Yeah. Um, little did I know he was calling me something into bigger and greater. Right. Um so yeah, and that's kind of where it all started. A year and a half later, here right. I am, and ready to step into that ministry calling. So, how do you know when uh, God is calling you in to do something bigger than uh, what you ever thought imaginable? What does that feel like for you when you know that He's He's wanting something bigger for you? Yeah, um, there was a fire lit in my heart. Yeah, um, I don't, I can't really explain it. It's yeah. just like this overwhelming feeling of like. Hey, right. here you go. This is what you're meant to do. Yeah. Um, hanging out with these kids um, of Young Life Fargo Moorhead and um, just being able to proclaim the gospel yeah. um, to them and having like, I had a yes moment with my one of my kids in my car where he said yes to Christ inside my car. No kidding. And it was truly one of the most impactful experiences of my life. Um, and that was kind of one of the moments where I was like, this is what you're meant to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Brody, how long has Young Life Fargo-Moorhead been a thing? Uh, Young Life has been a thing in Fargo-Moorhead for uh, right around eight years in this past wave of it. Yeah. Um, it's had a couple of different waves in the past decades. Yeah. But um, this time around, uh, it's been around for about eight years. Now, kind of give me the backstory on what it is you do for uh, essentially the kids here in the Fargo-Moorhead community with this program. Yeah. Well, Young Life, our mission is to introduce adolescents to Jesus Christ and help them grow in their faith. 
uh, and we're a pioneering in, uh, ministry, which means that we go into the world of kids. We yeah. don't expect them to come to us. We go to them, right. uh, help them feel comfortable, and try to get friendships with them. Yeah. Let yeah. them know that they are cared for. Let them know that they're valuable. Let them know that they're worth it. And through those relationships, we're hoping to earn the right to be heard and yeah. to share our lives and to share the, the hope and uh, the, the love that we have in Jesus. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel <clears throat> at a younger age it's tougher to reach uh, the kids with uh, God, or do you feel like maybe adults are a little bit tougher because maybe they've had a longer life to get maybe a little, I don't want to see jaded, but a little more affected by life. What what would you say the balance is there? Well, I think like when you're going through adolescence, you're, you're trying to figure out three really big questions. Who am I? Right. Where do I belong? And what the heck am I here for? Right. And so in that sense, kids are searching to figure out where they belong yeah. and, and, and really what makes them them. Right. And so in that sense, I think that kids are a little bit easier to, to help them see that there is something bigger beyond themselves where adults are like, no, like I'm here, I'm working, I am my job or I am my family. And they right. have that, they, they've kind of solidified that identity a little bit more than than youth have you've you've mentioned some of the challenge uh challenges that the youth have what is one in the eight years that you've been with the program uh that maybe we as adults aren't aware of like we don't really think about those things until we're in young life fargo moorhead working with them one-on-one going i did not know that was a struggle that most of this generation has i'm glad to learn this can i take this one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um one of the biggest things that I think me and Brody have both seen is the amount of anxiety that these mm. kids have. Um, what would you say leads to that anxiety? What are the things? Social media. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm pressure a, to perform yeah. and to become something. Right. Social right. media really just kind of makes like this huge visual of like what they are expected to be. Right. Um, and then they don't meet that standard. Um, yeah. And then they're not meeting that standard throughout their whole life. Yeah. Um, and so that leads to just a whole bunch of anxiety, leads to depression. Wow. Um, and it's something we've seen, I think, in every single one of our kids. Right. Um, I don't think there's been one that hasn't been dealing with some sort of anxiety or depression. You know, I think a lot of us parents out there, I say us like I'm a parent. I'm a doggy daddy. That's the kind of parent I am. <laughs> it's on um, your shirt. Which could, right? be, could be stressful. It, it can be stressful, yeah. <laughs> you know, am I giving her enough treats? Have I taken her out to pee enough today? That sort of thing. Um As far as being a parent, though, we like to think we're in tune with our kids, but we actually aren't because maybe there are some things they're afraid to tell the parents for fear of embarrassment or maybe getting into trouble, that sort of thing. What do we as parents need to do more to be more engaged without them feeling like there's a threat there? I think it's continually showing up and and not not coming into it as if like I have what you need but like really coming in and be like I care about you right and having that mentality and and letting them know that if they want to or when they're ready that you're willing to listen not just like fix it right and you know especially I'm a male you've you've been a mechanic and so you're all about fixing stuff right and so we want to fix stuff and so like kid brings something we're like all right let's let's one, two, three, here's what we need to do. Right. Um, where it's just like, maybe they just need to talk. Yeah. Maybe they just need an ear. You know, that's really, really interesting that you say that, because I saw this on social media lately, and it was actually from a teenager in high school, where their parents come up to them at the end of the day, the day and they see that they're stressed, and the parent asks them right away, uh, before we get into this conversation, do you want an ear, or do you want uh, help troubleshooting the problem you're about to tell right. me? What would you like from me on this? They kind of... I think I want this. And then they go with the conversation. The parent knows how they need to address that sort of thing. In the eight years 
uh, young life has been a thing. How have you seen it grow? Uh, in lots of ways, like getting, we're, we're old enough now where the kids have, who have gone through the program are, right. are like investing back into it, like Hunter. Yeah. Right. Um, or, or like Charlie Weber, who's, you know, he's not there physically, but he's there like right. supporting us in, in lots of different ways. And so uh, being able to, to have that uh, generational help yeah. has been an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Give me the, t- the moment for you where what called you when you were younger to uh, be involved with Young Life, knowing that this is, you know, because when it comes to, I don't want to say it, but when it comes to God and it comes to Jesus, that can be a touchy subject, especially uh, in school. Unfortunately, society doesn't put God always uh, on a pedestal. They they can well, make yeah, him... Like the Pledge it, of Allegiance is no longer a thing. Right. It yeah. can be embarrassing for these kids to go, hey, I've given my life to God. That can be an embarrassing topic. So when it came time for you to want to... Uh, Try out Young Life. This is for me. I want to see what this is all about. How did you take that step? What was going on in your life that you took the step? Yeah, so um, it was kind of my, I think it was my 22nd birthday. Yeah. Um, I was evicted from my house. Right. Um, lost some of my best friends. Yep. And it was probably a huge, probably one of the darkest times of my life. Right. Um, same time, I was talking to Brody yeah. um, about becoming a Young Life leader because I think we talked about it not that long ago. Um when I first turned 18, I told him I wanted to be in ministry. Right. Right when I turned 18. And, you knew that that young of an um, age. But it wasn't because of like God or anything like right. that. It was because uh, <laughs> I didn't want a boss. Right. So I was like, but God was stirring in my heart this whole time of yeah. like, you're called something bigger, something more. Right. Um, and then I came and talked to Brody again about being a volunteer leader. Um, and it truly felt like a family immediately. He felt he's like my, I'd, I call him like my second dad almost. Yeah. I look up to him quite a bit. Right. Um, so it was just kind of like this sense of family. Um, and so, yeah, I knew right then and there that, um, ministry of some sort and maybe young life in general is where I'm called to be. Right. Right. Well, I, and I even this. think back to his first call, like his friend Casey was the reason why he was a part of young life. And right. so, uh, I had been hanging out with Casey and we were, we encouraged them to bring friends. And so his friend brought him along with him. And so it's, it's all relationships that are a part of, um, how young life works. Right. I maybe have jumped the gun here, but I wanted to assume, and I shouldn't assume, would you say that today's youth, uh, struggles to get in touch with God? Is it something that uh, we don't feel is as welcoming to them via society? Or do you feel like, no, there's there's definitely those opportunities. I think society is becoming more and more of a positive role model for kids to look in that direction. What would you say? I would say that as a whole, I think society is encouraging people to find what's missing. Right. Um, I don't think that our society uh, is, is really in tune with like, hey, it, God is... is where you should be looking and they're like just try to find it right and in that sense like it, when if you give me you can do whatever you want yeah i freeze yeah because if i can go every direction i end up going no direction but right. if you give me like some sort of direction which is why we need people in our lives that are like hey here's what i found here's what works for me here's here's where i find purpose and, yeah. and a sense of belonging yeah you know it's having and knowing that that person cares for me right. knowing that that person uh you know I can sense that joy, that peace in them and helping them. So I'm going to trust that. And that's the level of trust. And it really, it takes 
earning that right to, to even be trusted. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me ask you something here. I see on your Facebook page, you recently got a shout out from the Horace Mayor. We did. What was that all about? Yeah, so the Horace Lions have been uh, a supporter for the past few years uh, with us, uh, helping out mainly with our uh, our trap shoot that happens in the spring. And so, like, uh, Corey Peterson, who's, who's a part of that, uh, I've gotten to know him. Hunter knows him really well. Uh, and so just love the fact that they're they're calling us out, that they're, they're uh, you know, giving us a shout-out on, on social media as, as someone that they're encouraging people to support. That is wonderful. I love this. You said something uh, a couple of minutes ago when we started chatting here, is that uh, you don't try to create events that the youth can come to you for. You actually go... To what makes them comfortable things they like to do kind of explain that give me an example yeah so um one example would be just this past weekend um one of my young life kids invited me over to his house with just a couple of his buddies from young life and we literally sat in his living room played super smash bros on the switch for three hours wow um we made pizza yeah and i taught him how to eat big to get big yeah um just kind of because one of them's like I need to get stronger. So I'm like, okay, let's get stronger. Right. So yeah, got to eat big to get big. Yeah, So absolutely. I taught him how to do that. And uh, it was truly just a blast. And we got to share all the, all the laughs. Like it's, um, Young Life is not like always centered on Jesus. It's yeah. literally truly about the relationship so that we can be able to have that um, in to tell them about Jesus. Yeah. Um, so we literally just had relationship building time. Yeah. Um, and we call it contact work. Give me it. a success story recently that uh you look back on and go yeah yeah this this is this is doing good things give me a success a success story yeah so part of it and, and even like post-covid and, and just the yeah. way that schools are right um you know we would love to be where the kids are and kids are in school what yeah. nine hours a day yeah so what better way to like their their captured audience kind of thing uh but there's always even in that it's almost like the people, there's expectations of them while they're there. Right. And so what would it be like if there was an adult in their life while they're at school that doesn't have expectations of them? Yeah. And so um, I've been starting to go to lunches at Cheney Middle School uh, and like just being there and like Ooh. getting to know kids. And so it's been, for me, it's it's been a success story that the school has allowed me to be there, that they're uh, encouraging me to come to just be and just to walk around, talk with kids, um, getting to know their names, not so that they come to our stuff, but just so that they're known by another adult that cares for them. Yeah. That's that's truly uh, wonderful. I remember what a positive impact that made on me. Just having a, a, an adult when I was younger know about me, care about what it was that I was doing, and ask how I was doing with that. Nothing, you know, everything outside of parenting, uh, having no kind of control over me. It was just that they cared enough to know what I was all about and what I was up to. Uh, so you get into how do how do kids get involved with this? Like if they finally decide this is something they want to do. How do they get involved? What is the age criteria? That sort of thing. So our, our young life is high school, so grades 9 to 12. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have a middle school branch, which is 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th grade. Uh, and really... Uh, the adults or, or their friends, uh, you know, once we get to know them, we'll invite them to come together and have a party with a purpose. And that's uh, for high school. It's a weekly thing for, for middle school. It's going to be uh, every other week, but it's a uh, let's come together. Let's have fun. Yeah. Let's be kids. Let's yeah. be loud. Let's maybe be gross with some of the games that we play. <laughs> right. Uh, let's let's maybe dance. We'll sing th- those kind of things. But then we also like let them know a very short message of who Jesus is. Right. 
and that he wants to have a relationship with them. Yeah. And we purposely keep that uh, pretty shallow so right. that uh, kids that maybe don't have any idea about Jesus or maybe they're not not there to hear about him, they can still come for the fun. They can still be they can still know that they're cared about by adults and right. by their friends and be a part of it. And whether or not that they they're into the Jesus thing or not, we're going to invite them back for the next time that we have. That's fantastic. Not only do you go into things that they like to do, activities that they enjoy are near and dear to their heart, but you do provide, it looks like, uh, events of your own. I see you've got a summer trip. Sign up. Tell me all about that summer trip. Yeah, so we are going to Timberwolf Lake um, in Michigan. It's over by Grand Rapids. Okay. Yeah. Um, So we take a bus out there and we um, get to watch movies and play games on the bus. Uh, Get to go stop and um, I think we stop at the Great Lakes. Um, for one of the trips or for for lunch and <laughs> yeah. um, but we get to go to camp and camp is truly one of the best experiences one of these kids will have we market it as the best week of their lives right. and if they don't have that best week of their life there we'll give you your money back Hunter will um, yeah. Hunter will yeah, give, give you money back I will give you your money back <laughs> um, because truly I, I do believe it is one of the best weeks of your life um, not close uh, we get to like drive go-karts around um, some camps you get to ride horseback um there's just millions of things you can do at this camp there's not a shortage of activities there's archery tag um but we even um we really dive more in depth of who jesus is at these camps yeah um and we get to do this thing called real life where there's people that share their real life testimonies um to the kids and that's probably the most impactful thing um for the kids but when they come back, their favorite thing isn't the games or club. Um, it's the small group we have back at the cabin called Cabin Time where we get to be real with one another. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if that's maybe just because they don't get that as often as maybe they should. Right. Um, so they get to, we all get together in the cabin. We all sit on the floor so we're at the same level. Yeah. Um, and we just talk about what they heard, what they felt throughout the whole day. Yeah. And it's their favorite usually their favorite experience about camp Fantastic. and for high school kids it's a, it's taking them away from their normal out of their regular surroundings yeah and we actually take their phone away for the week as well so that there's no outside noise happening so yeah. they can be present and with people and at dinner three to three times a day like yeah. we, we eat together around a circular table and we talk right um there's usually not a whole lot of music going on and so all it is is conversation Very and nice. so we're giving them an opportunity to one practice social skills yeah because that's fading with mm-hmm. the way that our technology is going very much so uh, but we're really hoping to as we take away the noise that they get to actually listen right Listen to what's yeah. going on inside their heart, inside their head, inside yeah. their their life that, that's really impacting them because it's so easy to run away or to, to get away from that stuff. You know, we as uh, adults could lead, you know, by that example. I think dinner time is a perfect time to put the phone away, switch off the TV, don't have any music or any distractions on. Just be present with the people you're at the dinner table with. Enjoy that meal and engage one another. Uh, I think that's absolutely a fantastic idea. Great uh, great motivation for the rest of us, not just for yeah. kids in school, but for us as adults too. We're, we're very yeah. much guilty of that as well. What are some of the goals you've got for uh, Young Life coming up here in 2023? Maybe stuff that you haven't really incorporated beforehand. You're like, you know what? This year, I think that's something that we'd really like to check out. What would that be? 
Yeah, so uh, we are always looking for ways to engage more adults. Uh, and I've been the only person on staff for the past six, six and a half years. Wow. And so one thing that we'd really love to do is to add someone else on staff yeah. to help reach more because I'm only one. Right. And I can only equip so many people. But if we bring someone else on, they can equip more people to reach more kids and yes. be a part of more things. And so uh, it having someone else uh, on staff, equipping more adults and, and recruiting them to go into more schools. I mean, right. we've got... 14 different high schools in our community. Yeah. Like over 10 middle schools, which right. is over 20,000 kids right. that, you know, need more adults in their life, speaking positivity, speaking about hope, right. letting them know that they're valuable. Yeah. We as adults in general just need to step up our game. Be on the lookout for, uh, you know, the kids, the the new generation coming up, giving them a positive experience to come into. We definitely need to set that bar for them. Giving Hearts Day coming up next Thursday already, February 9th. People can go out there, schedule their donation for Young Life Fargo-Moorhead. Let's do a little bit of transparency. People are going to donate their dollars to your program. How are you going to utilize them? Hunter, do you know? He might not, he might. Uh, because he's not on staff. He's right. a volunteer. But right. uh, part of it is, uh, you know, I would <laughs> helping our leaders do the the work with kids. And so, uh, if they're going to coffee or to a movie, I would love to be able to be like, here's some money so that's not coming just out of your pocket. Here's some things taking away the obstacles yeah. for them so that they can reach more kids. Right. It's also. Uh, giving us more opportunity to help the kids that might not be able to pay for camp. Right. Uh, and we call those camperships and, right. and alleviating some of those obstacles so that they, they can't get there. Really, our goal is to take away any obstacles that are preventing kids from getting to the feet of Jesus. Right. And so any way that we can do that, we will. And so whether that's activity passes to go to more games or, you know, admittance into their, their theater performances or orchestra concerts, things like that. Right. That's a lot of what we're going to go towards uh, with the money that from Giving Hearts Day. Is there ever any misconception the community has about Young Life Fargo-Moorhead that you're like, no, we need to constantly explain this is what we're about, this you know, is there ever a miss? I think there's always at least some sort of misunderstanding that comes with the nonprofit. Any that you've had to address ever? So, with us being a religious nonprofit, and to us, like a lot of people look at us like a youth group, and right. we are not a church youth group. Right. Um, in that saying, we are not competition against churches and yeah. their youth groups. Yeah. It's our goal to reach the kids who are disengaged or disinterested in what they are. We're hoping to introduce them to Jesus, then help them get connected to a church body, which is going to help them grow deeper in their relationship. And so a lot of people look at it and be like, well, you're just trying to steal our kids. Like, no, we'll, we'll use your kids and help them reach their friends. But our goal is to bring more kids to your churches so that your church can grow. I love that. I, I'm glad that you clarified that because I do think I understood it as you are affiliated with some sort of local church community. So that's great that you're not competing. You're your own thing. You want to be a support system yeah, to that. I think with a lot of kids that get into nonprofit programs as well, there's usually a misconception of I need to be below a certain, uh, uh, you know, uh, class as far as what my family makes or i need to be in some sort of trouble to be a part of this program you welcome everybody 
Every so, kid, yeah. everywhere is, is our goal. Yeah, I love we think that. that every kid has the right to hear about Jesus and the hope and the love that he has for them. Yeah. And so we're going to target every kid. And we might send, like, we might cast out our net so that we reach the farthest kid out. Right. But when we bring that in, we know that there's going to be kids who, like, have a relationship with yeah. Jesus or are connected to a church that are going to want to be a part of our stuff. Right. So we're going to welcome them no matter what level they're at. And we're going to welcome them back. And yeah. we're going to invite them to do stuff with us because we think that getting closer to Jesus. Uh, is a lifelong journey. Right, right. And no matter what level you're at, you always need people to be like, hey, let's get closer. Let's lean in. Let's walk a little bit closer with him. Yeah, absolutely. I, it, it's fantastic that you're both a part of this program. Kids are in great hands. You're, you're teaching them a lot of great stuff. But I want to ask you, I want to reverse the role here. Have you ever learned something from the kids that come into your programs? You're going, you know what? We as adults are in a position to always be the leader, inspire, motivate, teach. But I learned something here today from this kiddo over here. When is the last time you learned something from some of the kids that come into your program? Um, for me, it's um, truly, um, I, we, we read a book sometimes. Uh, it's called, oh boy, it's by Bob Goff, uh, Love Does. Okay. Um, he uses the word whimsy. Okay. Um, I think every day. I'm le- I'm learning more about whimsy from these kids. Just how to <laughs> just be you. Yeah. And just like there's just so much childlike stuff happening and it's yeah. it's so good, so refreshing to constantly be learning from someone younger than me of how I can still be childlike. Yeah. And even like Jesus talks about having a childlike faith. Yeah. Um and so learning from these kids what childlike looks like and then applying that to my faith. Right. So fantastic. Really just allowing that to really unfold. Yeah, I am. So I love learning things from from kids because there's a there's a whole new generation of stuff out there I have no idea about, and I learn things from them every day. Every Thursday, I have an intern in here, and I learn something brand new from her. So I love that you guys are also opening up your hearts and your minds to learning from them as well as guiding them as well. You got a lot of great information here. Where can we find uh, Young Life Fargo Moorhead on social media? Yeah, so uh, on Instagram, we're, we're YL underscore Fargo Moorhead, uh, and, and you can find pretty much all the information on that. If you search Young Life Fargo Moorhead on Facebook, you can find us there. If you want to look at our website, it's ylfm.younglife.org. Fantastic. Guys, thank you so much for coming in and sharing more about your program. Great stuff you're doing up there. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And uh, we wish us. you a lot of success this Giving Hearts Day. Outside of Giving Hearts Day, how can the community stay engaged and stay involved with your nonprofit? Um, I mean, right, right here, I have three ways. Uh, we believe prayer is super powerful. Right. Um, so if you can't give money or you don't have time to um, be a leader um, or be on the committee of Young Life, uh, prayer is huge for us. Right. Um, if you want to give, you can go to giving.younglife.org um, and then search for our area, ND27. Or um, Fargo-Moorhead. Yeah, yep. Fargo-Moorhead. Um, and that you can give us there, or you can send us personal checks uh, to Young Life Fargo Moorhead, one five five Prairie Wood Drive, South Fargo, North Dakota five eight one zero three. And if you do have time and you have that heart for kids, yeah, you can join in as a volunteer leader, or you can join in on our committee. Um, you can reach out at any of our social media pages. Ooh. Um, Brody runs those um, pretty well. How so, fun would it be yeah. 
to have some of those kiddos here in studio and just do a segment. Or if if somebody has any uh, interest in doing radio, we could have maybe some sort of internship program as well with them. Come on in. We'll teach you a little something uh, each day that you're here. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. I have a kid in mind that might be interested in that. Oh, keep in touch. Let's let's connect. Let's make that happen. Also here, I have a 20 spot. Would you take a a kiddo or two out for coffee us on us here at Radio Free Fargo? Thank you so much. We want to chip in for that. Thank you. Appreciate you. you Brody, Hunter, thank you so much. Making time. Make sure you find Young Life, Fargo Moorhead, Forgiving Hearts Day. Donate. Give back to the community. Find out ways that you can support. This side of country. This side of country.